This is Water Daily for February 25th, 2022. This week we look at Luke 9, 28-43, a story of what happened when Jesus took a few of his friends up a mountain to pray and what happened when they came back down. Today's reflection is Down the Mountain. After a rich and nurturing spiritual experience, it's nice to coast on that high for a while. I once enjoyed a retreat whose glow and sense of focus lasted several months. Not so for Jesus, James, John, and Peter. Their spiritual high on the mountain was quickly obliterated as they descended into a scene of trauma, anxiety, failure, and discord. Quote, on the next day, when they had come down from the mountain, a great crowd met him. Just then, a man from the crowd shouted, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son. He is my only child. Suddenly, a spirit seizes him, and all at once he shrieks. It convulses him until he foams at the mouth. It mauls him and will scarcely leave him. I begged your disciples to cast it out, but they could not. Jesus answered, You faithless and perverse generation, how much longer must I be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. While he was coming, the demon dashed him to the ground in convulsions. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father. The plight of the man and his son seems to have made Jesus cranky. Perhaps he was ticked off by the failure of his followers to act on the training they'd received and exercise the faith necessary to take authority over evil. Maybe that time on the mountain and the blessing of his father, the sojourn with Moses and Elijah, made him anxious to be done with the messy business of saving humanity from itself. Maybe he was reacting to the pervasiveness of evil in the world. It's comforting to know that Jesus himself experienced the kind of letdown we so often do when regular life intrudes upon any spiritual serenity we've managed to find. But regular life is where we live, not up the mountain, but at its base. Jesus did not lift himself above the mess, but plunged into it to experience it and to redeem it. In bringing his spirit into it, he restored peace. How can we find the balance between expecting blessing, expecting to dwell in the experience of God, even in the midst of ordinary days, and not base our expectations upon our spiritual high points? How might we learn to cultivate the awareness of the Spirit in, with, and through the human mess in which we live, both for our own well-being and so we can bring Christ's restoring peace into all situations? That, one might say, is the task of the spiritual life. It is why we develop and strengthen spiritual practices that keep our faith strong and our peace pervasive, even in the most challenging and unpeaceful circumstances. We celebrate the mountaintop experiences as tremendous gifts, the memories of which sustain us in difficult times. Yet the most amazing gift is learning how to live in God when it seems like our prayers are not effective and no one is listening. As Mark tells this story, the father says to Jesus, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Learning to live, even thrive in that tension, that's how saints are made.